Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Mindhunter, Season 2, Episode 2, story by Doug Jung, Joshua Donan, and Courtney Miles, teleplay by Courtney Miles, directed once again by David Fincher. I gave this episode a 9.2 out of 10. It was good to see uh, the Berkowitz interview. And I'm glad that Holden did not have another panic attack because I can't take it anymore. (laughs) If he were to be emotionally traumatized once again. And it was good to see him back in his rhythm this particular episode, despite the concerns that they have. Uh, Before we do jump into the recap, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Uh, itunes go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for mindhunter or any other show that i do blackgirlcouch at gmail.com so we start this episode with dennis the menace also known as the btk killer and we begin to start to get into the early phases of his crimes He has been forgiven by his wife, even though she has made it clear that he sleeps on the couch now. And she gives him some books very pointedly, wanting him to pick them up, which he did, even though he was really watching the TV about overcoming sexual deviance. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. Bill flies to Kansas and we get a little bit more on Bill's home life in this episode that's kind of been lacking and he himself alone goes to meet with an officer to discuss the details of the BTK killings he has killed six people thus far he takes him to the crime scenes because that will give him a much more information uh, at one of the homes they see that the daughter is was the target because he tied her up by the throat to the pipe in the basement while killing the father and the mother and by the way in which he had sexual gratification with the daughter she was clearly the true target he wants to understand how the btk killer treats his victims so he asked to speak with one of the survivors who i felt a lot of empathy for who was shot not once not twice but three times in the face hey bro what oh my god god damn he does agree to meet with the officer and bill to discuss what happened to his sister kathy it turns out that Dennis the Menace never claimed Kathy because of how there was a survivor and it was so sloppy. Uh, He talks about the incident where he was subdued. He talked to him thinking that talked to him thinking that it was a robbery and that everything was going to be fine. He made him tie up Kathy. He said he tied her up loose. Then he tied him up said he was gentle even polite but then he started to assault um well he shot him in the face the bullet grazed his cheek then he assaulted his sister 
then he came back realizing he was still alive and then shot him in the skull which holy shit uh and then he went back to finish with his sister once again he must he tried to fake and pretend to be dead he's very shameful of this action as his sister was still alive as well and he was still having his way with her they tell him that's not your fault you did what you were supposed to do if you hadn't both we would have lost both of you then he comes back a third time because he says he must have made a noise and he realized he's uh shot and he shot him through the mouth taking all of his teeth like the fuck kind of experience do you never get over that i mean you just don't and that's the damage that these killers really do in their own psycho fantasies is uh the the collateral damage of even surviving one of these is is terrifying i mean you've shortened your lifespan whatever that lifespan is even if you have quote-unquote survived physically mentally you are damaged for life and it's it's uh i don't i don't think it's very prominent that people come out of that feeling any any type of hole without probably getting deeply religious but he uh he went for help and he has had multiple surgeries been in a hospital for a year he finally looks to have gotten his face back to some extent um he ends up leaving the car and walking away bill goes back home he's clearly bothered by the btk killer the type of person that he is because he said this man doesn't go to church but he does ask and he says maybe we should put that in our questioning is if the killers come back to the crime scenes he then comes back to to dc his wife has left the back door open and he's like yeah we don't live in that type of world anymore the next day holden comes in to work Uh, it's a little awkward at first but he notices that the btk killer is basing his modus apparatus on other killers highly influenced by david berkowitz because he even leaves a telltale signature behind that it resembles the same signal that symbol that david berkowitz had drawn because he had told everybody that he was hearing voices from his neighbor's dogs and they were possessed by demons and they told him to do it despite the fact that they both are very skeptical about the bullshit he clearly has it has been the story that's been told over and over again so they decide they want to go and talk to him car as always is hesitant (laughs) and doesn't understand where his classification goes into the rest of their classifications because they are mostly dealing with sexually or sexual deviant predators and thus uh tries to be more hesitant towards going forward we're just not going to go for high profile people 
however it's very quickly uh, apparent that she's gonna get overruled even greg is told what to do to get the plane tickets and he's like i I, captain i'm so glad you're not mad at me anymore (laughs) uh they get on a plane well before they get on a plane bill and car meet at the place that ford found and she is making very clear eyes at the bar tender oh sexy girlfriend she reveals that that holden has panic attacks he's like yeah i know she could tell he's very dismissive and derisive of it but she's like no this is a serious issue a serious problem and we know what is at stake he is unfortunately he he's the person that's getting us our funding it's holden he has put it all on prize boy and now prize boy has this condition and it's up to us particularly you and you need to lead this interview to watch out for any signs and if he does get him out of there so you need to be the one uh taking the reins on this one she goes up to the bar men are disgusting and this is how men really act and why they think it's uh okay to act this way i don't get it like they literally sit there and molest you with your eyeballs it's it's uh yeah it's not flattering (laughs) maybe some women would find it flattering but i don't i don't want you slobbering down your mouth looking at me like grow some manners Uh, the bartender reveals that she's a lesbian she says does that work she's like you are over here like a skittish kitten begging to be played with and stroked i need you to shit or get off the pot even she even knows her drink like yeah stop playing games even bill looked over like am i supposed to be paying attention to that they go and see david berkowitz and i will say the guy did a good job of portraying him particularly the accent they get him to talk because they tell him that they have this other killer that is mimicking his actions and you see that bill is starting to take the lead in it and you see that at first holden is is very uncomfortable but then he gets back into the rhythm of things and he starts going after the fact that oh yeah you're being sued by someone people are going to make money off of your name clearly you're into the into the media sensation of it all but he reveals that yeah i wanted to just have revenge against girls they realize that and he admits in the interview that the whole thing about demons and hearing voices that was bullshit he made that up after watching uh the exorcist and holding plays into that look you fooled everybody you even fooled the fucking uh the shrinks he's like especially the shrinks and he did say the fbi is just now coming to see me he's like yeah well we fit you in our schedule when we could so definitely putting him in his uh ego place and then he talks about going back to the crime scenes all the time he even rolled in the door in the dirt reliving it uh he would get off on it and holden surprisingly said masturbate but the way he said it he wanted him to be the one that says it so he is learning and uh that's something that they need to know that this guy he's like yeah this guy's probably driving by his crime scenes 
he tells him that he's also not a sexual deviant he didn't do it to get off the violence and the sex are two different things but car disagrees saying despite his protestations to the contrary they are very much linked and connected however he is a different type of serial killer he's not like ed kemper he's not like uh bordos brutos i think is the name he's not like any of them that they've been dealing with thus far this is someone who is revenge killing killing women i laughed so hard my favorite scene of the episode is when holden is explaining about how he chose the passenger side because that's where the woman sits in the vehicle i'm a bobby girl in the bobby world life in plastic it's fantastic you can brush my hair undress me everywhere holden coming to the conclusion that he is the the feminine so to speak uh (laughs) part of their dynamic and him realizing it as he's talking was great i loved everything about that i like that they do put in that humor in the show uh so tension car did agree to share information they get back she listens uh and while she's still concerned like he did good she still wants to keep an eye out but bill of course he just wants the whole thing to just go away so he's like no 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 he's back we're all good later that night when he gets home uh there's a knock on their door and nancy is asked to to be questioned by the police officer who's clearly very shook up because there was a body discovered at one of the houses that she shows as a realtor and he asks her a few questions but he looks pretty shook up about it and i have a feeling bill's gonna get involved because why would not bill get involved especially when his wife is involved and she even says it's not that i didn't think it would happen in this kind of neighborhood and he's like yeah it can happen anywhere the world's not a safe place anywhere anymore like you used to believe it was but i also think that that is a pre a preconception that's not true every generation is pretty much ignorant of the previous generation's true crimes and deeds mankind's been acting the same way since mankind uh (laughs) to say it's more so or less so i would say it's been going down and it's been an up and down chart right now crime is down but murders are up (laughs) that's a a crazy statistic don't you think so it, it, it uh it definitely ebbs and flows in time but it's never there's all it's just that point where you become personally aware of the fact that the world is not a safe place for you and i feel like in in lesser than neighborhoods and not bougie beverly hill type of neighborhoods you learn that lesson fairly fucking quickly you definitely don't learn it when you're an adult (laughs) but a really good episode uh can't look can't wait until the next episode if you want to send feedback black or couch once again at gmail.com you can also leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black or magic <laughs>